years. Jeremiah 29, 11, mm. you know it well. For yeah. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. future. I don't even have to look it up. No, we know I it. I got it right there. Yeah. Right? So that means, right, that, that God has a specific set of plans for me. Yes. Or... <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition. I got the voice uh, you- <laughs> of Kettering Connect. It's like it's like my. I was uh, like, did you just have helium? Like, yeah, helium? Like, I know. You just went up it's two uh, octaves. Does anybody uh, watching? I'm, I'm going to ask the camera as if the people that are watching are in the camera. Can they're going to respond. Give feedback. Yeah. Right. Anybody ever know Casey Kasem? That's uh, the guy. You know Casey Kasem. I, right? Yes, I do. Hello, Casey everybody. Kasem. This is Casey Kasem on America's favorite top forty. You know, he's got this. This the speaker That's voice, yeah. and I, I've used that a lot. Yeah, no, it's good. So I'm sorry. Anyway, this is the one and only Patty McCoy, the young adult pastor, still here yes. at the Kettering Adventist Church, uh, brother from another mother, and super pumped that you're here. Let's go. And this is uh, Jason Calvert. He is currently the youth pastor. I say currently because pretty soon he'll be the janitor, uh, yeah. as well as the choir director. Although Jeremy might fight you for that one. Uh, he's going to be you, doing everything. Have you ever heard? He'll be saying? doing everything at this church. Which I'm super pumped about. Um, super excited. Yeah, it's great. It's super great. <laughs> but uh, this is actually leading into our conversation for this week. So we have a bit of a transition, transition between two different sermon series because this weekend is a special weekend for us here at the church because we are celebrating our graduating seniors uh, from Spring Valley Academy, but all of our schools, public, college, home everybody, school. homeschool. We want to just celebrate everybody that's graduating, especially since this is not the graduation you would have hoped for, right? Right. This is such a different time. Yeah, and yeah, my, my heart breaks for all of the seniors because I know, right, when we talked about last week, we yeah. said how, you know, the most intelligent you ever feel is when you are graduating from right. high school, right? And you, your name is called and you walk across the stage and you shake the principal's hand and you get that diploma cover, uh, right? You just feel like you know everything. Oh, you're going to take on the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. And... We real we still want you to have that feeling yep. and have that experience, but it's going to be totally different, right? Yep. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of the kids, you know, they have this picture, this vision of what it's going to be like, and then when it's not that, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, that's kind of like how a lot of life is. It is right? how a lot of you life is. You envision yeah. your marriage or you're the person you're dating or the school year, or your job or whatever. You envision it to be a certain way, and then you transition. And I would be uh, remiss if I didn't say a little shout out to my graduating senior. Aiden McCoy, super proud of you, buddy. Congratulations. That is so cute. Um, so, and, now, and just now, everybody on cue. Oh. Um, but, uh, you know, we're thinking about this weekend. It is a transition in between two series. It is a transition for our seniors that are finishing up whatever it is, a huge accomplishment, but now it's the next step of life. And our church is going through a lot of transitions uh, from pastors are leaving. Um, yes, and we should all look and in judgment Yes. Over there. Um, and but yeah. Yeah, that. And also we're, we're building, we're doing different things. Uh, and then, of course, COVID has caused all of us to go through a lot of transitions. So we thought we would talk a little bit about navigating transitions. Right. And sometimes, you know, it seems like if there is a transition, it's always negative. Right. Um, but sometimes it's not always negative. No, it's right? Not. Sometimes transitions are actually a, a, an amazing gift that yeah. God can give us in order to move forward. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So let's talk about it. 
Yeah, so, and, and transitions can be unsettling, right? Because uh, things were all kind of one way, you knew how things worked, and now it doesn't work that way anymore. Um, and so, uh, as I started thinking about it from a spiritual sense, one of the things I started to think about was, as we navigate transitions, like, what is God's will for our lives? Right. You know, because we often think about God's will for us as in his specific set of plans for our life. But my problem with that has been, well, if God, and when I was younger, I used to think this way, God has a plan A for my life. Right. And if I make all the right decisions, Bing! right, <laughs> yes. I'm going to go on plan A. But what if I make a wrong decision? Then I drop to plan B, right. and then C and D and E and F, and then eventually quadruple Z. Well, I'm, I'm sure on. for you, right, for the majority <laughs> or most of your ministry career, it's either with college students or young yep. adults. For me, with high school students, this is usually the number one question. Absolutely. Uh, what is God's will for my w- yep. life? Which college am I supposed to go yep. to? Am I supposed to go to college? You yep. know, what degree should I marry him or whatever, right. right? And so, you know, a lot of times this is what we want. I mean, right. I, I, I've asked God this too, Absolutely. right? God, show me the picture because we don't want to screw yeah. up. Oh man, when, when I would go through, I, I can remember hitting a wall when I was looking at job transitions early on in my career. Mm. Um, and I had this opportunity open up for me to go somewhere. And I was trying to figure out, okay, God, if you want me to go here, you know, you kind of do that. Well, then yeah. it's your fleece, right? Yeah, oh. It's like, you're throwing it out. Then this needs to happen. Okay. But if you want me to stay, then this needs to happen. Right. And what you want is you want that to be clear and one choice. But what if, what if it's not? You have two choices or three choices or what have you. Well, then it's hard. Right. She's like, which one do you want me to do? Right. Um, you know, and I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, you were going to, we were looking, talking a little bit earlier about the Habakkuk text. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Go there, to that there, Habakkuk just, text. I just, think it's spot on yeah, with this. There's a great text in Habakkuk um, that I came to once in one of these transitions in my life, you know, yeah. where I'm like, God, tell me yeah. what to do. I can do anything <laughs> if you just tell me. Right. Uh, which didn't always work out for some people in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's what we tell ourselves. Um, and this text says, God says to Habakkuk, for I am doing a work in your day that you would not believe even if I told you, right? And, and sadly, that's the truth. Like if God actually told us, we'd be like, no way. Right. And that's I think not- that a lot of times that's what we want him to do. Yeah. But our faces would just melt if he were to, <laughs> that, that might be weird. That's a little graphic. Yeah, okay. So Indiana would, Jones of yeah. you. <laughs> Ooh, that's so that's such a, good, a fun yeah. series. Yeah, huh? Anyway, we digress. But yeah, we would just be so overwhelmed. We'd be like, wait, what? So honestly, I believe that God never shows us the big picture. He just shows us what we need to do today. Right. right? This is this is what I've called you to today, right? Yeah. And that's why Jesus, you know, in, in Matthew 6 talks about, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough carries right. or carries. Or worries. Or worries. It's one of the two. Worries or carries. There you go. There we go. Uh, Yeah, has enough worries for tomorrow. Um, Just today, just focus on what I'm calling you to do today. And then we just trust him every step of the way. And and that's where it gets hard, right? Uh, Is where, you know, like like Psalm 119, that the, um, uh, the Lord is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path, but it's usually just enough to see where to put your foot next. Right. Right? One step at a time. You don't get to see the whole path. Well, I liken it to, you know, we could go back to the First Testament with the Israelites and, you know, Moses is leading them out of Egypt and then they get to the Red Sea and we want that experience. Okay, part the waters. Oh, I see it. And then we go. But far too often, I feel like we're actually the second generation of Israelites where Joshua, they're there at the Jordan and it says that the water stops, but it stops after the 
go to put a foot in, yeah. right? So they put a they go to put a foot in and then it stops. And then they go put another foot in yep. and then it stops, right? Yep. So it's like this moment by moment, day by day kind of yep. thing, which is actually kind of both exciting and stressful at the same it, time. It keeps you dependent upon God, right? right? But but tell me this, Jason, there is this, and this gets said a lot in the education world with high school graduations and whatever else, right? Um, so, so we know this well, uh, but it gets used a lot too. There's this passage that speaks <laughs> to, you know, God's plan. And I'm plans, guilty of writing this in a few right? Bibles yeah, throughout yeah. the years. Jeremiah 29, 11, mm. you know it well. For yeah. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. future. I don't even have to look it up. No, we know I it. I got it right there, Yeah, right? So that means, right, that, that God has a specific set of plans for me. Yes. Or, <laughs> because, yeah, going back to this idea of, but what if I deviate from that? What if I right. don't go to the school? Or what if I don't have that major that he wanted? Yeah. Or I don't marry the whatever. Um, and it could set us up for this really weird theology of who right. God is. So um, I would argue that it's, no, God sees, right? God sees it. Um, and he guides. But, you know, part of the... The scriptures, right? I would say the meta narrative of scripture is this God who always pursues his people, always. And even when they screw up and make a whole bunch of really terrible decisions that are not a part of the plan, but they still make those decisions, God still pursues them and brings them back. And so I don't think it's this idea that, okay, well, you have to go to this school or you have to be this major, have this job or marry that person or move there or whatever. Um, No, it's just, no, God sees it. But above all, know that God will continue to pursue you yeah. always. Yeah. Well, no, absolutely right. And because there's a danger, like you were hinting to, in this idea that God has this one plan or this one person out there. And I, I say this a lot when it comes to marriage, and we should do a whole series on just marriage and relationships and, and these kinds of things. But but like, here's the <laughs> danger in thinking that God yeah. has this one person out there for right. you. And you can apply this to jobs, colleges, Anything. all sorts of careers, is that let's say you believe that. And then things start getting hard. Right. Because marriage is great and it's hard. Sure. Right? Um, But it gets hard. And then you say to yourself, oh, wait, this is too hard. I must have chosen wrong. Yes. I must not have listened to God. Um, So I'm going to get out of this relationship or this job or this career situation or whatever because it's hard. And I'm going to go back to finding the right Right. person or the right choice. Which, and again, this is... I think we're taking a quick right turn, but that's okay. But if, because with that in mind, then it's almost like saying that love um, is not a choice, right? right? It's like, oh, well, I have, there's the one. And unless I marry the one, well, then my life is going to be terrible and our kids are going to be messed up or whatever. Um, No, love is a choice. And and, and if God is love, then we must always have a choice. So therefore I would say with this whole plan A, plan B, plan, you know, triple Z, whatever it is, um, God our choice is to follow him. Yeah. And there are lots of options. Yep. He sees the options. Yep. Um, but whatever we choose, he continues to just pursue. Yep. Yeah. And and that's what leads me to the verse I always think about in transitions. I always mm. think about when people come and say, what, what's God's will for me, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Is that I come into 1 Thessalonians 5 at the end of this. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and it's 16, 17, and 18. These are short verses, but it says this, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? Well, the word for will, another way to translate that word is desire, Yeah. right? God's desire is for us to be in a relationship with him. Right. And as we're in a relationship with him, then he will lead us and he'll guide us and he'll show us things. But 
good choices, bad choices, he'll be with us in that relationship. And like Paul says in Romans, he works for the good in all, all things, situations, right? All situations. Well, even to that point, um, okay, so we praise him, right? That, that's what it says, right? That is the desire of God to praise him. Well, in order to praise him, that means you rec- we recognize the gifts that he's giving us. Right. So that means our eyes are open and we are aware of this God who continues to pursue us. Yeah who continues to bless us, and then we recognize him for that. Praying without ceasing, an ongoing conversation, right? So the, the language of this, of his desire, is just to be close, intimate, yep. personal, one-on-one. This is a daily thing, not a, I'll put your religious time in once a week, but no, it, that's the beauty yeah. of, of Christianity, is it's, it's a lifestyle. Right, and, and in all things, if he is pursuing us right. in all things, and what is he ultimately pursuing us for? The, the reconciliation, Right, yeah. The re uh, the the time when we're reunited with him face to face, right? And if that's his motivation behind everything, right? Then we have to trust. Mm-hmm. We have to trust it and just be in that relationship. But that's still a challenge, right? It to, is to a trust huge him. challenge. Yeah, and I think that's really the battle. That's where the rubber meets the road. I yep. think for everyone. I mean, at least for me. Yeah. Well, and that and that's where community comes in, right? right. Where where you can say, "Hey, I see this going on in your life. How are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Guiding each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other, mm-hmm. even when some of those choices and things are hard, mm-hmm. even though when they lead us in different directions. This this Proverbs three five and six, right? It's my my staple. Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. Lean not on your own understanding, even when things are tough or bad or you're mm-hmm. going through a difficult time. Trust that God has got you, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't feel like it. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say easy. Right. It just says straight. He'll be with you. It says in other places in Proverbs, like many are the per- plans in a, in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm. You know, it's just to remember through these transitions that if you lean into God, lean into that relationship and that walk with Jesus, and he will see you through that. Right. May not be easy. You know, uh, it's not always rose petals and butterfly kisses. Um, but, well, usually, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but he'll be with you through that transition. He'll guide you. He'll be with you every step of the way um, in that. So it's just important to kind of recognize that, especially when our world is upset, like it has been through COVID, mm-hmm. when our church is going through all these changes and all this stuff is happening, is God's still in control. Right. God's still on his throne. Well, and the challenge is, you know, especially COVID or graduation or if we're transitioning in our jobs or churches or, or communities or whatever, is there's so many questions, right, that, that we don't have answers for. We don't have a timeline. Uh, we don't know when or yeah. who or how or any of those things. But again, that would be trusting ourselves yep. versus, no, trusting the God who is in control. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but I think you're right. That's why we need community, right. to be praying for each other, to be just in conversation with each other and even during COVID. Yep. Like, I know we have to have social distancing and stuff, but dude, we still have phones right. and computers and, yep. you know, you can still drive up and, you know, talk to your neighbor, you yep. know, from a distance. So, uh, yeah, just being intentional with connecting. Which yeah, which really is what it means for us to be church here at Kettering, right? right. This church is not a building or a service, not a checklist or a chore. It's you and me uh, doing our best to live kingdom values and follow right. Jesus wherever he right. leads us, right? That's what it means for us to, to be church. So yeah, as we close this time of transition, let's just have a word of prayer. I'm yeah, Pray with me. Pray for us. Father God, I thank you uh, that in all the craziness of the world, all the transitions that we have to navigate, that you are in control. Mm -hmm. You were here long before any of these things. You'll be here long after them, uh, God. And we just have to trust that you are working to the very best 
in all things uh, for us, uh, working in all of our lives through jobs and careers and relationships to bring us back unto yourself, um, into that relationship with you. Um, you are seeking to save us and help us trust in that, trust in you, um, that you are navigating our lives um, in a way that will produce uh, life in us. Um, thank you for um, uh, being with us always. I thank you for our church. I thank you for um, all the things uh, you're leading in us now, things we know about and things that we don't know, things mm. that we wouldn't even believe if you told us that you are up to in our lives. Um, help us cling to you through this um, and uh, you will make our path straight. So thank you for all your love and your grace. Lead and guide us in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Patty. So a big shout out to our graduating seniors, all of our graduates from kindergarten to eighth, eighth grade, grade, to high school, to college, college, to doctorates and all sorts of stuff. Um, and we're going to keep praying for our church in transition. We're going to keep praying for you. Uh, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfector of your faith. So, so thanks yeah, again, thanks Jason. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Patty. Thanks see for you listening in. We'll see you next week here at Kettering Connect. Oh.